This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey guys, just wanted to share a message from our sponsor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The creation tool allows you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. We have talked a lot about creating your own content, but today we're actually going to do it. We're going to write a short film live. Acting Class Weekly with legendary character actor Sean Whelan. Lessons, tips, and insight into the craft and business of acting from a man who's been directed by the likes of Spielberg, Eastwood, Tim Burton, Ang Lee, Michael Bay, Wes Craven, Tom Hanks, and many more of Hollywood's A-List. He is 30 years an actor and your professor, Sean Whelan. Roxy. Sean. Doug's back. Guess who's back? Doug, guess who? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Eminem. Hip. T proudly. Hashtag T proudly. <laughs> uh, guess who's back? Yes, Doug is back. We had him on helping us talk about creating the kind of simple rules of, of designing content, fleshing out your ID idea. Today we're actually going to do it. We are going to do it. We are going to do it, and we Dang. have suggestions from all you guys. But let's obviously take care of the elephant in the room. Why the sweater, Roxy? Mm, I want your guess. I professor-y of you? We know we've said Creative, that, but I... you've got to be comfortable to write? I feel like Mr. Fantabulous, Jeff Graham, as always in the booth, will know why this sweater works for today. I'm hoping. Sean, I feel I'm about to disappoint you because okay. the very first two things Roxy said, I was like, maybe it's professorial. Then Roxy said it, and I was like, well, you got to be comfortable. Oh, shoot. So if it's neither of it's those... It's writerish. Oh, writerly. Writer, it, doesn't this That's feel like I a writer? I count Roxy's answer as well. Yeah. Which one, the second one? Yeah, yeah. Comfortable, comfortable to write. To, yeah. Yeah. Professorial, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right? True. That's true. Yeah. Dignified. And yeah. not just comfortable in your life. You don't always have to be comfortable. In fact, right. it's very good to be uncomfortable sometimes. That's very. That's where growth comes, Roxy. Remember that, Gen Z millennials. <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> that's another show. So, as always, I introduce Mr. Fantabulous, Jeff Graham, but also Miss Phenomenal, Roxy Stryer. So excited about this one today, And uh, my old friend that you know, Doug Van Bever friends for 30 what what is it now mm, we don't need to talk about it right it, it's uh it was uh the days of uh you know uh taking taking some curds and making some cheese <laughs> churning some butter churning some was, butter was this in 1945 when my tea was <laughs> yes, steeped your tea was steeped <laughs> exactly churn the butter yeah Hashtag churn the butter <laughs> butter churn yeah Hashtag. Uh, so this is so fun, guys, because we are going to take the suggestions that I got off of Facebook, off of my different pages, and we'll explain the breakdown of that. Um, and But we're going to take these ideas. Here's how the show is going to work. We're going to take each idea. We're going to have an object, a relationship, um, an interesting place. We're going to pull one of those, and we're going to design and break down a scene. What should we be looking for, Doug, when we do this today, uh, when we're starting to piece this together? What are the like the outline that we should be looking for? Like sort of the broad strokes are... Um who are they? Where are they? What what we say establishing the world? Okay, that starts it off. Like who? What is their relationship? Then once you establish that, then you can move into okay. What is the conflict? Because every scene is about a conflict, which we talked about on our last episode. Listen to it if you didn't hear it. And and then yeah, reprimand them, Sean. <laughs> Why yeah. didn't you listen? If you don't don't make excuses to me, kids. Play like a champion. There you go. Uh, but before we. Dive into hard bags, and I don't mean the ones under my eyes. But I'm. Well, I'm warming up for the comedic writing. So good. So good. Uh, Played well. (laughs) 
<laughs> We're going to get into Sean's week on three. One, two, three. Sean's week. Very solid. Epic. Very one. solid. I, I felt very good about that no. one. So, uh, just, I mean, an amazing week for me. Yesterday, I had one of the best auditions I had at one of the best houses uh, or best casting offices in town. Uh, the, the nicest thing was everybody was getting readjusted, readjusted. And uh, I. Everybody prior to you. Prior to me was doing it twice because they gave him notes and. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And the casting director turned to me and said, you don't really have to do it again. And I said, anything different? She said, no, it was perfect. So that was really nice to hear. And the thing is, I did walk away and my agent said, you've got the right attitude. Because I said, even if I don't get this part, because in the room were these amazing character actors that I knew very well, but they were all different shapes and sizes. So uh, even if I don't get it, I made an impression at a very important casting office. So that was great. Way to go, Sean. <laughs> Just keeping up with the same. I, I, I feel like, yeah, maybe there's a maybe there's a way to do that. Encore. Yeah, I don't know. No. Uh, uh, Doug and I finished our little package. It's called a pitch deck for our psyche. And we will see what happens. Again, we can't tell you too much, but uh, we got the nice little, we'll show you the nice cover page and it looks really cool yeah we're very excited yeah, very about, it. about it very <laughs> happy about it uh fun episodes and everything um i got to uh i'm starting to prep for my trip to memphis next week if you're listening in the uh, tennessee area i'm going to be in memphis next saturday october 19th teaching uh improvisation towards creating your own content and uh, really diving into living truthfully under imaginary circumstances in the afternoon scene study. So I will be there Saturday the 19th. Might you be walking in Memphis? I'll probably be uh, Ubering. (laughs) Sorry. You got my... Did you get it or no? Wait, don't tell me his name. It's something with an M. Mark Cohn. C-O-H-N. Mark Cohn. Mm Mm-mm. Yes, it is. Mark Cohn saying walking Walking in in Memphis. Yes, that's Mark Cohn. I don't think so. Mr. Fantabulous. I'm look, currently looking at the Internet's valuable thing it, written by... Ooh, rocks. I'm sorry. It is? Mark Yes, <laughs> dude. I had that album. It's with a C, though, so I think both thing. of you are wrong. I didn't know the answer, and so I figured... So you just went for it. Well, you said you it was bold. a name, and I was like, the likelihood that it's that name over any other of the billions of names out there... I don't How, know. What, what reasoning <laughs> is that? I have no understanding what the reasoning is. I don't know. I thought it was John be. Mellencamp, so that's actually what happened. <laughs> wow, I do. I totally did, too. You did, too? Does he do what? a cover yeah. or something? I don't no, know. He doesn't sound like that or even do it. And he plays guitar, and Mark Cohn is a piano I player. I thought he was, was married John to the, the, the journalist. Uh, Mark Cohn's married to the journalist? Yeah, the, the female journalist. Oh. Roxy. Wait, no. I, oh, I might, I might be thinking of somebody else. We're all I, messy. I'm, I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of John Mellencamp. <laughs> <laughs> It's because you said you had such a great week. They both, have, to ruin they it for both you. have dark hair and are kind of central south. That's about it. Also, Doug was right. Um, he married a journalist named Elizabeth Vargas. Elizabeth Vargas. I was right. Yes. Okay. She Don't doubt yourself. The only one who's Thank not you. right about any of these things is, in fact, me. Yeah. Okay. So, sure. And then I also got to do a fabulous uh, Tomorrow show last week after our show. Which is great. So fun. Really great. They threw me right in. I jumped right in. Ooh, and we, we threw you in. You threw me in the deep end, and I was was swimming. Good I was you. swimming. I remember, like, uh, for me, if you listen to it, halfway through, I, I was kind of a couple kind of blank stares from you guys, and I was like, oh, I've rambled a bit, and I think I'm a little off topic. And, and Rox is like, wait, can you bring it back to what we're talking about? I go, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I you just did, a, though. You I took, a long, I, I took a long <laughs> way around, but I definitely got there. And then uh, exciting news that I'm just going to just do a little National Enquirer headline. Uh, Kevin Undergaro and I talked about a possible new venture for yours truly so we'll see we will see what's coming up very exciting so very neat so blind item yes (laughs) blind so uh that's another thing that would be happening here at after buzz and the way to make things really work here at after buzz we need you to participate 
Very Roxy, true, Sean. Come yeah. on, that transition. Oh, was, that deserves that a pound. That was a good transition. Who really deserves the pound, though, is you guys at home for all the help you guys give us. We really appreciate it. When you rate, comment, and subscribe, why do those things matter? Because they help with the algorithms, things with math that Sean and I don't fully understand, which don't is really why know. we are actors. But when you comment, <laughs> we do know that we read those comments and we know what to talk about on this show, which is really important because we want to answer the questions you guys have. We know that you want to be able to create your own content, which is why we've been focusing recently on how to actually make your own content like today and last week's show. So hopefully that's something that you guys are looking forward to. Also, when you're rating, don't forget that thumbs up, that five star, wherever you are, give us the most amount that you possibly can. We love that. I have a comment that I wanted to read. Actually, I know he's a fan of the show, but he's also a producer here, so I wanted to give him a shout out to Ryan Nelson. Thank you so much for this comment. This was via Apple Podcast. He said, very informative, a must listen. That's the title of it. And he gave us five stars, which I always love. Uh, Tremendous podcast and an aspiring actor. I find... As an aspiring actor, sorry, I find this podcast to be very informative and at times inspirational. The perspectives offered by Roxy Stryer and Jeff Graham are great as well. It's so cool to see Roxy grow as a performer and book more and more jobs while Jeff speaks up on the background work he used to do. Great job to Sean. Keep up the awesome work. Wow. The so trifecta. Thank you. The little thank trifecta. You. Yeah, it's all about... Uh, the trifecta, the trifecta. As you said. So we appreciate that. I read comments every single week. So if you guys write them on YouTube or Apple Podcasts or wherever you are, there's a really good chance you'll get a shout out right here on the show. All right. So this is exciting and scary, but uh, I think we're all up for it. Uh, so this is building off of what Doug left us with and then Talay and Jason kind of expanded on it with talking to production the community. Now this is obviously something you could do by yourself with the same ideas and tools that Doug will walk us through, but it is really fun and for me personally, honestly, I just do so much better when I'm writing with somebody. I just find that I, I my ideas go better when I'm bouncing off somebody. Uh, how about you, Roxy? Yeah, I also love it because it gives me a chance to see people that I otherwise don't have time to see. If it has to do with work, then I can always find a way to make time for it. So yeah. some of my closest creative friends, I always like to catch up with them by doing something like this. So yeah. that we're moving both needles at one time. Yeah, exactly. I and don't think that's a full expression, but you guys get what I'm I saying. I get what you're saying. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Needles. And you write mostly by yourself, though, Doug, right? I do I do write a lot by myself. However, like you and I write great together. Right. That's sort of what we always did since the time yeah. we were young was just get together, make jokes, crack things yeah. back and forth, and find and find things from there. So that's a great takeaway from this is that, you know, when Doug and I wrote after the first time after 30-some years, it was just so easy. But it's because we had on my favorite show, Love Island, banter. We always had good banter. We always, like, gave, you know gave each other a lot of stuff there was never really ego involved we just liked to it was almost fun to make each other laugh so it pushed us creatively we had a, we surrounded ourselves with guys with amazing sense of humor guys and girls that had a great sense of humor yeah. so it sharpened us in that way Mr. Fantabulous do you usually write alone or with people? I've done both um, yeah the very first thing I wrote out here I co-wrote um, and I love doing that but I also um, have done a number of projects on my own so I think um, there's great benefit to both. Yeah, so we have all experienced writing, and we've all dipped, you know, I've, the acting range, we're on the, all on the spectrum of how much acting we've done, but the writing is there. And so Mr., we're all four going to dive in today. But first, what we're going to do is everyone gave suggestions online, so we're going to pull in our bags to find out Three crucial elements. Doug, tell us why these three crucial elements are good to as a workshop. What are the three crucial elements? Yeah, let's tell them. We have a relationship between two people. We have an interesting location, and we have an object. Right. You can you can use different things. You can use. I know we before in my class. I've also used things like a big life event, which could be a birthday, a wedding, a right. funeral, anything. These give you these sort of ground you in sort of a foundation, so you know kind of know what you're writing. Because that when I find that when I'm teaching writing. One thing that's kind of scares the students as they as I give them more and more freedom is they're like, oh, 
I you told us what to do last time, and now I'm left now to my I don't own have devices. Any of them, yeah. So this is just something. I mean, this is honestly something anybody can do, right. and it's it's a great foundation. You can have your friends do it. You can you can put throw stuff into a hat, and you guys can get together with your friends and just pull things out. And say, yeah. Okay, let's see what we can create. And obviously, you can write from your own life and something that you've seen or heard on the street, which again we talked about last time, but. Uh, what's great is this is just a fun exercise to just stimulate you thinking, you know, you can, anyone can come up with ideas if given a little bit of a guideline. So let's Just as a side note in. to everybody, I have no idea. Sean no, has no idea. Doug do. has no <laughs> idea what are in these bags. Jeff has no idea. Yeah, Mr. Fantabulous. I don't. We had a very wonderful intern, John. I said he'd shout him out and handle all of this. Thank so. you, John. Thanks, John. Thank you. All right. So, uh, Shake lady, it up. Okay. Ladies first. Thanks for listening. I, I don't know how much shaking. I think ladies to, first. No, okay, so stir. I've got the relationship to... between two people back. All right. So I'm stirring it up. Nobody's calling me a cheater. Ooh, oh, I like the drum roll. Two long lost cousins. Okay. Two long, long lost cousins. cousins. This suggestion right. was via Jamie D. Brink. Thank you, Jamie D. Thank Brink. You, Jamie D. Two Brink. long lost cousins. Two long lost cousins. We like that. I have an interesting location. I'm closing my eyes because I'm not a cheater either. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> my interesting location is the DMV. The DMV. Two long-lost cousins. The interesting location, the DMV. DMV. And that is from Dave LaPasse. Dave LaPasse, thank you thank so much. Thank you so much, much, Dave. And then this is going to be very interesting, cousins, and I'm shuffling because I am kind of a cheater and I don't trust myself. So but I'm he's not shuffle. looking at them. They don't I'm know that looking. you're not. It looks like you're oh, looking oh, at oh, them. Oh, no, no, no. Shuffling no. face down. Sorry, sorry. They're sh- I'm shuffling them, but they're, they're closed, so I cannot see. I cannot see anything. He's also not a cheater. I'm spreading them out like you would a, a, if you're shuffling cards. All right, I'm pulling something from the center. The object is a roll of toilet paper. Yes, it is. And we have that uh, contributed by Tim Atkinson. Thank you, Tim. Thank everybody. Tim Atkinson. Thank you, everybody, for uh, participating. We appreciate it. Did we got it, Roxy? Yep. DMV distance. Go ahead. Just jump in and say something. That's something I also tell my students. I know you've done this before in your class. Uh, when you're doing this, don't cheat and like with an object and just make reference to it and then say, "Oh, well, we use it." It has to play an integral part. All of these things have to play some kind of integral part to the story. So, can it be? That's a good. That's a good question that I have, Doug. Is that something that could maybe help? kickstart a conversation do you consider that integral even though we don't talk about it all the way through yes yeah uh, what I'm saying about it, it can't be integral it's it, it, like if it were a spoon and we're having a conversation about something oh pass me that spoon and then you pass me the spoon and we keep going on okay. that wouldn't really be integral that's to kind of scene. an aside or a that throwaway that's, okay. that's the way students, sometimes people go oh well I made reference to it so, right, but it's right, not right. helping. It's, it's this is to sort of this sort of to stimulate your imagination. Okay, okay, so just as a reminder, everybody, it's two long lost cousins, the DMV, and a roll of toilet paper. Mister Fantabulous, how are you feeling about those? I'm feeling good. Yeah. I uh, I feel like there are versions of this that I can really see happening. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Immediately, I have a ton of thoughts. As yeah, well. I, yeah, I do too. Yeah, exactly. So obviously, we have our location. So Doug, you you said something about the location or the area what do you mean by that like the things that uh the things that that thing brings up for us personally or our what we feel about that place or? it can be it can be what we feel about that place but when i say like establish the world it's yes, also establishing the world establishing the world the world is we know it's the dmv so now we got to figure out what is the world of these two cousins they haven't seen each other so for instance, is one of them coming in to get a driver? And I don't want to jump ahead, but yeah, is yeah, one yeah. of them there to get a driver's license and they come face to face with their long lost cousin who is working the counter? That's right? kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> how, about, how about you? I, I have a lot of toilet paper thoughts. I have, I, okay. I, yeah. <laughs> you got a, yeah. I have a lot of toilet paper thoughts. <laughs> oh, the younger generation. What is happening? We're in a, I, establishing a deep relationship and where to go, and you're already at the toilet paper. I'm at the toilet paper. Well, I think toilet paper is such a great suggestion. It because it, it can be used for so many different yeah, purposes. Exactly. I like the idea of having them. Now, listen, the way this is going to work, we're going to pitch and then we'll go with the majority. Okay? So, my pitch is that I do like that one is 
working there and one is not working there. I like that. Does anyone, mm-hmm. any other ideas or iterations that you might have thought of? No issues with that. Uh, I think okay. that other options could be that they're both in there to in do line. something. They're both in line. Um, those are probably the two main options. I feel like there's probably more opportunities for conflict if, if one of them's working. If one of them's working there and one someone of the, needs them. What, some, like if one of them has to go in there to get to do their eye thing, because I know that I've gone in oh last time and my almost God. didn't pass. I love that idea. And so, so go yeah. ahead. Now, are they going to let them slide on the eye test? Right. Are they going to be staunch? No, this is my job. Right. So the, the that's another thing we talk about also in acting, guys, is the objective. Right. Uh, the objective of one of the characters and the objective of both characters. What do they actually want to get out of this interaction? And uh, that that's another reason why I think the DMV wanting to get something is great. Well, I think the conflict between two people, you know, have you guys been to the DMV where they are taking one more person? What do you mean? You've been there all day, you're waiting hours and hours, and they're like, last person. Oh, when they put the sign out? Yeah, like, you there's mean, one and more then person. Like come and back then, later? Yeah, so then one oh, person no. gets that final talk at the DMV, the other person has to come back for hours the next day. The, wow. the, those are the conflict situations between, I mean, people get aggressive. Well, yeah. People that's, can get aggressive. Yeah. So, yeah. I, but like, I, I do like worker as well. I, I like the worker there, and I like, uh, and, I, and I do like the idea of wanting, I mean, that I think scares the crap out of me every time. I do, well, I'm not advocating this for unsafe driving, but <laughs> I sometimes possibly try to memorize the list while I'm up there. Because, uh, but I, I listen, I can obviously drive well ish. I, I peak. <laughs> I always peak. What does that mean when you do this? Yeah. <gasps> You're, you have very thin. Thin, very attractive fingers. Thank you so much. But that's how do this you? Is what I do. Okay, I, that is. Look at that. I have I a can feeling. Totally see that a pretty girl can get away with that a lot better than this? we can. Yeah, <laughs> I think the three dorky men here would say that pretty girls can maybe get away. Well, with I a resent little that. More. I consider myself a beautiful girl. So yeah, yeah well, I'm sorry. True. I'm sorry about that. Uh, but I like I like that idea. That wasn't an insult, by the way. Thank you. I want to talk about conflict. One thing I like about Sean's recommendation for up and coming actors and writers is there's a status thing that you're leaning into, and they oftentimes say that a high status, low status character relationship is really rich for conflict. Mm-hmm. So okay. I think the employee customer thing is always there's a transactional relationship between those two, but one, right. I think it naturally lends itself to a nice status differentiation between the two characters. So if we say one one wants uh, something from the worker, let's start pitching what they would want. I do like the idea. I think that should be in the mix. Does anyone else have an idea what someone could want that would be fun to mine? What, what are you saying your the, idea was? What, what, does, what is the customer coming in for? Like I was, Doug suggested the eye test. Right. I like that idea. Does anyone else have any other ideas? Of they what? could be coming in to register their car and mm-hmm. don't have all of their paperwork in order. Because okay. I've had that happen, too. If like, okay. I'm sorry, you don't have everything that you need. Okay. Yeah. So Th- Those are the main ones you go to the DMV for. Parking permits as well. Now, we could also do Distant Cousins where the they have a, the, has a daughter or a son who's getting his permit and he maybe didn't pass the test or something and who has the daughter son the customer the customer maybe that convolutes it though it might convolute. I, we probably have enough with just the two. One thing that I think is interesting is that he says they're long lost cousins. Why are, are they, they long lost, lost? Mm. and what is their history that, that they makes have? them lost? And when mm-hmm. they see each other, do they know each other? Are they that long lost that they don't even Takes recognize each other anymore? Yeah. How long is long? Yeah, yeah. I think I think they give them some history. They know each other. Yeah, and there's something. They're in lost their on purpose. Past. It yeah. could be. I mean, if they're going to be, you know, like cousins from where I'm from, did they date? <laughs> 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 or 
Did they or did they? One of them got one of them got the inheritance that the other one didn't get, and that's why uh, they're working at the DMV from Ooh. from Grandpa. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, Grandpa's. I see what you're saying. Maybe it was really distant. Maybe the side family or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where someone had his one life, but then his side family. That uh, now that wouldn't be a cousin. No, I though. like I like cousins where grandfather had a ton of money, and okay. for some reason we can figure out left it to the one who is now the customer at the DMV with his or her fur and minks and all of the money and come everybody has to go to the DMV and the DMV worker as many of them are pissed to be there disgruntled never got a dime right he's gotta get yeah he's gotta get his new Ferrari registered because (laughs) he's going on a trip Mm -hmm. (laughs) a driving yeah 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 and it's so annoying to go to the DMV oh having to come here for one hour is killing me All right. so very interesting points because I'm hearing some pronouns thrown around what do we feel the sexes should be uh should they one be a male one be a female both both male, both women. Any thoughts on that? I think the same sex because I don't think we're trying to make any statements about why okay. why the grandfather would pick one over the other oh, one necessarily. Good, oh, I didn't even think of that. That's a great thought. So when you're thinking of your conflict, a really good thing to think about is kind of, you know, throwing the pebble in the water and what are the things that will reverberate out. And that's a really good point, Roxy, is that you don't want it to make it about, oh, it's a it's a male versus female thing. So that's a really good point because you have to think of it's almost like making your chess move. You have to look at it, but then see the three steps ahead and go, well, I don't want to detract from what we're talking about. And don't you think the two men would have more rivalry or two women would have more rivalry than a male-female cousin wouldn't yeah. have as much if we're going to go with the rivalry route? Yeah, Probably, I like yeah. the rivalry route. So would, so then where do we lean? Do we lean to women or to men? Does anyone have a preference? I think it's funnier to see two men go head to head with this than women with some more bravado, bravado than, oh, yeah. than the cattiness of right, 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 right. That, that would be my vote, but I could see the other side of it as well. Here's the craziest thing in the world: I've just been listening to Carol Burnett's. Uh, she has a book about all her, the eleven years she did her show, and so I thought, oh, I want to see a, uh, a sketch of hers. I just it's putting me in the mood. And she had this character, Eunice, from the family Mm -hmm. and Mama's family. And her really highbrow sister was Betty White. Mm-hmm. And oh, I wow. saw a scene of her going, her and Mama going to this really fancy party. See, that's at kind of Betty amazing White's. too, though. Yeah, yeah, but but because I feel I just saw that, I want to stay away from it. And that's another thing that I really, really feel. If you say, "Oh, I want to do a, a bunch of, I want to do a horror movie, and I wanted to do a bunch of people on a, a camping trip or a vacation or a camping thing," and uh, I don't. And I want them to be, you know, murdered or whatever with this crazy person. Then watch all the movies that are like that as roadblock to say, I don't want to do that. So if you saw what I just did, I said, because that's fresh in my mind, I feel like it'd be easier for me to plagiarize than not. So I want to avoid that. That's why I like the two men. Mr. Fontablis, you on the roll? How do you feel about this? I am, yeah. And I also want to echo what Roxy said, where I feel like it's it's a little easy to lean into two caddy women. I feel like we see that too much, so okay. uh, maybe we stay away from that. Okay, um, go ahead. And I did just hit me that the that the DMV oh. worker has just been promoted to manager or something that he's oh, very so. proud of. Okay. But then he gets his Is, more successful uh, cousin. So, but but, but he it, wield, but he can wield more power more over, power him over him in this, this situation. World. Yeah, have we all seen? And which I always I love drunk with power, smaller positions. I remember that was at a parking lot, and a guy was walking around, and he gave me a ticket on my car, and it was looked like a parking ticket and everything. <laughs> and I thought, what is this? And it said, "Hey, you were parked too far over the line. You better." Wa-. And it was all official writing, and then I was what is the consequence of this? <laughs> like, literally, there was nothing. He's just like, you don't want another one of these pieces of paper under your windshield wiper. And I was like, okay, I'll try to park in the lines next time. But yeah. there, was no, there was no, you know, accountability whatsoever for my mistake. And so, quickly, while we're talking about character relationships, we, it didn't... It doesn't need to go, but 
interestingly, I don't have any cousins, so okay. it might be interesting if one of them recognizes the cousin, but the other doesn't. Interesting. I don't know. It doesn't need to be in there, but if it enhances the scene, especially mm. if it gives the reason to piss off the employee. Like the one that's made so much money has had so much plastic surgery. They're no longer <laughs> recognizable. That's funny, too. I love that. Well, that, that. would be great <laughs> if they were in their mid-50s. Or, you know, maybe the, the, the DMV guy's close to retirement. Yeah. You know? On a close, closer to a retirement age. So, oh, sorry. Probably if we're doing this as a short, it probably will make it a little more complicated if only one cousin recognizes might, the other cousin. I think, that's yeah. a really, I think that's a really interesting conceit, but I agree with Roxy because I think you need to you need to get that that's the conflict. That can, they, you, can you talk about that, Doug, getting to the point and how we can get there quicker? How do people get there faster? Showing, not telling, like stuff like that. Well, I mean, there's a number of different ways you can do it, but you know, I think last time we talked about the definition of conflict is... Um, a person who wants something and then there is somebody or something that is standing in their way and that thing that's standing in their way is as equally powerful as the thing that the person wants. Okay. In this situation if we're going to do the DMV thing what the guy wants is the registration, registration for his Ferrari. Ferrari. Yeah. But the thing that's standing in his way is his puny little cousin that's who, bitter. who's bitter who has power over him and he's got to get this registration done today because because right yeah and why? Because he's why going... does he need this now? Because he maybe it's a it's a surprise gift for his hot wife. new wife. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that would be really his great. new trophy wife. His new trophy <laughs> wife. Uh, Where? When do we talk toilet paper? I was That's just about was to say. I am dying say. to it's find time. out All right, Roxy's know, toilet Ro- paper talk. Roxy has been just <laughs> steaming over there. Yeah, but you know ready what? For this kettle this to is blow. Kind of, this is the point, though, of working with a group. All of my toilet paper jobs have been flushed down the toilet, pun Uh-oh. intended. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because, really? What were you? Well, your I was thinking, you know, uh, two disgruntled employees, something like TPing the DMV at night, not wanting to get mm. caught, kind of thing, or or um, toilet paper. I often use it to write things on to pass messages. What if DMV has run out of printer paper? They're having mm. to do things on toilet paper. But I think that based off of this, yeah, this it, is a challenge. I, a, I like that though. What what? Are, well, I mean, the obvious one to me is stuck on the guy's shoe, but. Uh, Question, does the object have to be physically featured or could it just be a catalyst for a discussion or an argument? It could be. That's a very good point. It could be. It could be what we find out is when one of them was kids, the other one wrapped him in toilet paper and threw him into the... Yeah. Or what if one of their nicknames is toilet paper? Oh, <laughs> so you call him TP, and yeah. we find out it's for toilet it, paper by the because, end. <laughs> yeah, because when he was at school, he pulled up his pants and he had toilet paper the yeah. whole day. Okay, yeah, like hanging that. out of still his... Still calls him TP. Still calls him TP. I was now, also thinking um, a way, to, like an impetus for the fight or the straw that breaks the camel's back could be the bougie one complaining about the one-ply toilet paper in the bathroom. That's yeah, that's kind of what I was that's thinking about. That's yeah. another. That's another. I, I like the nickname, though. I like that. Uh, I would say that I would think that the DMV worker should have been called toilet paper, TP. right? Mm-hmm. He was the one. Or is it better? This is again. That's why we. This is called guys. This when you're working with your friends. This is pitching ideas. So it doesn't. It doesn't mean that you say no. It's this. You say, how do you guys feel about this? Because I like that. But then I was thinking, wow, it could be even that uh, there's a very famous Prince song called Pete Control about a girl who's hassled on her uh, schoolyard. And then she goes, you know what? I'm going to own all of you guys one day. And she works super hard and becomes super rich and uh, owns all the girls that used to make fun of her. So what, what if the if, other person? Yeah. What if that was like he was so sick of being TP? What if then, because it, he he created like a nonstick toilet paper, that, there's no way. <laughs> That's how he got. No, one. right? No way it gets it gets. You, you so can no grandfather drama anymore, clothes. though. No, 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 no. But he that, got the money from oh, both. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, the grandfather drama is better. Well, we can. I don't no, know. I, don't but know. I, I, I like the can, idea of TP being. You know, maybe he invented. Did, that maybe that's why Long like how TP? How did you 
get a Ferrari. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. remember yes, back? Yes, yeah, remember back and, you know, and instead of, and then they said, yeah, I thought you were a recluse and a loser. Well, no, he was in his little lab down in the basement <laughs> trying to come up with the nonstick crying paper, <laughs> sobbing wiping his eyes with his toilet paper it's still spit. it's still as he'd come up for dinner and have little sticky but still what we, this so is what all this do? is all their past history this won't go on the show <laughs> right 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 then do we ditch though the grandfather i'm kind of know. feeling there's more act isn't there a more active role for the tp that he's self-made that he bounced back or is it is there more bitterness and these again these are questions that you're going to ask each other for it and this is what i always say to my sketch class i say listen there's no bad choices there's just stronger choices Mm -hmm. is is it a stronger choice and this is what we have to discuss for one to get passed over randomly kind of or one to actually kind of bounce back is it random did the gra- I mean, I don't know if we discussed that. Is it that the grandfather randomly passed over him, or did he give him the money because... Because he was so teased as a kid. Or something like that. I don't know. Is it better that... It, that's what I'm wondering. Uh, do we? Is it better that he created it as a response to him being teased, or that Grandpa felt sorry for him being teased, or just... I, I will say one thing, and I often talk about this in my class. Um... You can have a lot of backstory, but if you have to explain a lot of backstory in a short sketch or a short film, you might want to simplify. So, so is it what's what's the simplest, more, most understandable conflict? Would it be, uh, uh, of course, you have a Ferrari, Grandpa gave you all the money, or is it neither of them had money? What are you dealing with a Ferrari? We're from Beaver Pelt, Idaho. Right. Well, member, and then that can be taught, and then they can talk about that. Then I think obviously the first one was simpler because the second one <clears throat> took requires more, more. Took more work. Yeah, <laughs> you, you're gonna. Yeah, you'd have to explain it. <laughs> so, but, so, but okay, then we'd have to throw what the we toilet still have paper. to say toilet paper though. We still yeah. So so yeah. So long way around, which is fine. You when you're writing, you go down a path, you explore it, and then it may flesh out or it may die. So that one, him inventing it, probably isn't the strongest. But he can still be smug about the fact that you used to tease me, and now you know. Uh, and I think I, that starts kind of sets up a tennis match of repartee of, yeah, well, you know. But I'd hate to ruin your wife's mm-hmm. birthday, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So now we're back to the worker was nicknamed TP or toilet paper. Uh, I think we could go either way on I, this. I still think so. Where do you land on this, Jeff? The worker or the uh, the I worker think, or the? I think we could go either way on this because either way, it's going to be a tool for resentment, which right. they both resent each other. I think what could be an interesting reveal if we wanted it is that one of them. Their initials are TP, and they thought it was a nickname, but it turns out they've been like underhandedly making fun of that person their whole life. <laughs> that could be a big reveal at the end. Like, well, by the way, I right, don't know, right. something like that. But I think, to me, it's not hugely implicative if you go with either person. I think well, we right, have to just make a choice. I think right now, clearly the person at the DMV looks at the rich person and has reason to be bitter. Okay. Why is the rich person bitter at the DMV person? Yeah, I, that's why I think the rich person should be called TP. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of following that, too. Great. That, uh, that uh, you know, he was the loser. He was made fun of. He yeah. was called TP, so yeah, I'm yeah. still bitter, even though you're but, working at the but DMV. But then what we doing the, if we're doing the grandpa thing, it's kind of... It, if we're doing the grandpa thing, then he kind of is already living high on the hog because he got all the money. So who cares if he was called TP? It might be, and I'm just throwing this out as an option, not saying no to anything. If the guy who's behind the counter was lost out and he's TP, and this scene now is going to be about him getting back at right. this guy for all of the right. years. Right. So, so all of it, and it's that's a, it's a bigger mountain. I like that. So the rich guy is not bitter at all. Actually, he's just living his best life. They're long lost cousins, but he doesn't really care. And he comes in and, and he, he thinks it might be it no on. love lost. And then this other guy is like. I'm going to bury you. Yeah, yeah, I like that better, actually, because you're right, because then TP uh, can say, you know, and he can even call him TP, too. He's like, stop calling me that, you Mm -hmm. know, 
That happened. It was one day. Mm-hmm. It was one. <laughs> it was one day. Yeah, the first day of school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I actually, <laughs> not to digress, but our very first day of college, I caught a cold and I stole a roll of toilet paper out of our dorm that Sean and I lived in, and you had to, to climb to the top of this hill to get to class, and I oh, I got to sneeze. I blew my nose, <laughs> and I dropped the roll of toilet paper, and it rolled down Bruin Walk. <laughs> people entire speak. roll of toilet paper. <laughs> so, so I, I, I Did have you strong... just pretend that you never no, touched I mean, it? No, I was such an idiot. I still I held on to it. Like, <laughs> bringing my toilet paper back instead of dropping it and running. So, thank God I wasn't Environmentally cal- conscious. <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. Well, I like that. So, if we... So, there's the beginning. There, and so... Then you, I think we have to decide, and this is also an acting, guys, when we break down scenes, and we'll do a, a episode about breaking down a scene, but who wins? Mm-hmm. Who wins? Um, I think classically people always like the underdog mm-hmm. to win, but it only depends on how rude and jerky the cousin, the rich, is. The, no, not oh. TV, the whatever their cousin is. Let's give him a name. Richard? Yeah. Dick. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Is he the, the the Ferrari guy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Richard's good, and then and TP can say, "Okay, Dick," and he's like, "Well, don't call me t- Dick. Don't call me TP." Yeah, you but know. You bring up a you bring up a good point though, Sean, about how uh, how a scene or a, a sketch ends really is about what you're trying to say about it. Because if it is the underdog wins, you've got a different message than the guy who's got money wins and the guy who's you know bitter is going to lose you know right. I mean? so it's it's what are you trying to say right is the guy going to be contrite and say listen i didn't mean to you know i i'm sorry that things worked out that way and uh you know i'd love to have you come to my you know vacation home sometime or is it the bitterness of the um, do we find out Though at the end, the big reveal is not that he may. Well, of course, we got the whole grandpa thing. But I was going to say that actually he doesn't have the hot trophy wife. He has the old rich woman who he married. And he's now having to do everything for just a thought. To to maintain his lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But we already said that he's going to. He's got the. He's got the. The grandpa inheritance. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Oh, that that he's down a. Oh, and what about this? What about this? That maybe, maybe the rich guy isn't actually happy with his life being that rich. You know, maybe he comes off as conceit, and then he just goes, "You know what? I'm I'm miserable." You know. Well, that is sort of that was sort of what I was going with. Maybe he has not to use a cliche, but the old henpeck husband overbearing wife who's not the hot trophy that he tried to Uh, pretend like she was and she's just she comes in at the end as an absolute troll of a person right I've been in here for so long yeah 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 get back out of the car what are you doing I I love that's your bitter woman voice that's my favorite thing so far I don't know who that is it sounds literally like a crab came to life (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> Krabby. Krabby. I like that. that. Oh yeah, yeah. So he, he so he wins and then uh uh Who wins? Uh, T- so TP? listen, I like this. So so TP feels really strongly. and then he sees that the guy's really bummed about it and then maybe the guy during the conversation says he should come up to our vacation who, house sometime. Which guy, Richard? Richard says to TP, maybe you should come visit me. So I wouldn't visit you. Da, da, da. And then maybe he sees that going on and as he's leaving, getting her in, he's like, hey man, uh, text me some, or let me know when who you're going to that vacation. Who lost me. Oh, okay. Richard is saying to TP, or TP is bitter and says he's not going to give it. The wife comes in, he sees how harangued and unhappy he actually is. And then he says, hey, I actually will join you on the vacation house sometimes. It'd be nice to get together. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because he finally, yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of finally realized (laughs) that, yes, he's got, but maybe we open with him adjusting his really nice family picture, his, you know. We could do that. Okay. Depending on who we want to win at the end here. Yeah. Another option would be. The guy, Richard, is just, you know, in all of his richness, glory, treating TP like the TP that he used to be. Right. And then the wife comes in. (laughs) And then Richard asks TP, 
you know, it'd be really nice if sometime you'd want to come over and we think TP is going to be like, okay, and feel bad for him because he just saw the wife, but instead he's like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good here. So listen, this brings up such a good point, and I talk about this, and I will have to make an episode on this at the different types of comedy and things. I've, I've been kind of expanding this and lecturing about it in different classes, uh, is that there's sweet comedy like Friends that have some heart behind them and some story, or there's like Seinfeld or Always Sunny in Philadelphia, yeah, where that isn't. You're Much, pitching Friends, I'm pitching Seinfeld. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. But I think in terms of edgier, funnier, I think your way is funnier. Well, and I think there's kind of a way to do both, where maybe we have this seemingly heartfelt moment where Richard is like, you know, TP. I'm not happy, man. I've got this brutal wife, and if you could just ever come over and, you know, support me in that, we could have a game night. And he's like, yeah, sure. You know, we'll do a couple's night. You think there's a reconciliation. Then the crabby wife walks in, and he says, you know, actually, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So we get both. We get the seemingly sweet moment and a funny button at the end. Yeah. I like that. And they've done that in Always Sunny, and they've done that on Seinfeld, too, where they they, they pull a rug out from you. So good. Well, now we've got a beginning, a middle, and an end. <clears throat> talk to me about Is that Doug. the ending we feel like? Yeah, I think that's a really good ending. So, Doug, talk to me about outlining and how that should work. Well, what I usually do, especially if this, this is really short. So, right. for instance, like if we were going to sit here and sort of wrap this up, basically it's like, okay, so we've decided that Richard needs to have uh, his Ferrari uh, get get the the registration for his Ferrari. Okay, so he walks in. So I'll just bullet. Okay, Richard comes in, walks up to the counter, doesn't recognize the guy at first, but the guy behind the counter recognizes him. Then it's that thing of Richard and the recognition of TP. Right. Then we get into <laughs> we sort of establish that. There is this animosity, you know, like you said, like, I haven't been called that in years. I'd say, hey, man, sorry. You know, yeah. Then then it's like, how does this then how does the rest of the conflict play out? You see that there's animosity. You see that TP doesn't like this guy. However, we're going to have the information come out about the the she'd be better. It's better to, like, milk the resentment and us not know for a minute, a second or two. Right? Yeah. Or and then maybe two, maybe right? it's maybe you'd see in his behavior like, well, let's see. What do you have? Here? Hmm. Registration for a Ferrari. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Done very well for yourself. I see. Mm, must yeah. be nice. Must be nice to have all that money to afford a Ferrari. You know? Yeah. Did you earn all that money yourself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Must have done a hard work. It's been really hard work. Then what is? And then what? How is? Then how is um, that information? TP, yeah. Then that information will come out. Then how is TP? Then how is the conflict going to rise? So what is TP going to do to keep him from? I'm sorry, this isn't filled out correctly. You might right. want to take. The- or even even what if you did something more petty? Say. So you have to fill it out, and, he, and we say, please keep it in the boxes. And he says, mm-hmm. I did, and he goes, I see this N. Went a little over that line. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have I to think start you're gonna again. have to start again and go outside and start <laughs> all over again. Maybe I should call security. Security. Wait, wait, wait. You know. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. then security. that that kind of stuff can always lead to that big explosion where the information does come out. You right. Know, you were doing this to me because you were, you've always been so jealous of me. Just because Grand, I didn't have anything to do with Grandpa giving me that money. Right, right, right. Look at me. I'm living with the DMV. We're working with the DMV. Right. Uh, so then, how is how is that going to play out? Then, what is that? I mean, basically, the steps are establish the world, establish a conflict. How is the conflict going to play out? What is the the climax or crescendo of the piece, which is the place where it gets to a point where somebody has to give in to the conflict? If this, if where so that would be that would be, so that would probably be the breakdown that Jeff was talking about, saying yes, yes. You know, and they say money can't buy happiness. Well, they're right. That's it. They, they they're right. I, I, you know, I, I, I heard that you got married to, you know, I, I Linda saw on from Facebook. your, yeah, yeah, that you got married to Linda, and your family looks really happy, and you know, <clears> and you take those beautiful trips, and you just have this nice life. And he goes, yeah, well, obviously you do a Ferrari. It's just a car. I yeah. have to buy this Ferrari for my wife to keep her happy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's Richard. That's Richard giving into the conflict. Yeah. So Richard gives in, and then he says. You know what? I'll, uh, you know, maybe you could come over and stuff. You know what? That would be nice. Uh, I guess sometimes I need to look at how good I have it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? 
and uh, then the ex-wife comes in, or the new wife comes in, and <laughs> here she is. Here she <laughs> wait, wait, is. Can we get that again? And here comes the uh, the wife. And here comes the ex- <laughs> <laughs> And she is a crap. She's not even a person. Yeah, no. she's like, she's actually like a bitter version of the Charlie Brown cartoon. Yeah. So it's like I kind of want her to just not even say words. That she would just be great. Like, <laughs> Roxy, I think you've been cast. Yeah, you, you. <laughs> Look, see that creating your own content, and now Roxy and she's is making the her own opportunities. Cast. She is <laughs> making her own opportunities. It's lovely to see. She comes in, and we think. And he go, and he gives him a thumbs up, and the guy maybe, and then TP goes, nah, I think, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Richard says, so how about this Tuesday, TP? I'll get back to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or should he say, should he avoid him and just go next, or Or, or maybe this window's closed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Then he goes, this window's closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I'm so yeah. Then it can be like, I'm sorry, who are you? This window's closed. (laughs) This window's closed, and we just see the ex-wife like pull him out of the or the. Why do I keep saying ex-wife? Then he keeps pulling the new trophy wife out. Um, uh, Yeah, there we go, guys. Well, beginning, middle, and end from your suggestions. <laughs> and a whole character. With, yeah. with Charlene Brown. <laughs> Thank that's you so the much. teacher. That, that's the teaching. That's, <laughs> Charlie Brown. That dates us. That dates us very much. But this is kind of what you do. And it's so. Look, look how much fun we had, guys. Especially, this is my other big note before we go. When you're writing comedy, if you're going to do a comedy, comedy is fun. Have fun. We all sat around here, had a really good time. And and so, so get together with your friends or even yourself when you're writing by yourself. Just make sure you're making yourself laugh even to smile and, and joke about it. And, and challenging yourself. yourself. Think like another option. Yeah. And, uh, and you saw us walk down different roads. And, mm-hmm. and it's like a, it's like a what's it called? Not the, yeah, a maze where you walk down the wrong thing and you got to turn back and mm-hmm. go back. So and this last thing I'll add quickly is I know Sean touched on it, but you'll notice that none of us actually shot down any pitches. We were building on each other's pitches. It's a yes and mentality. Yes and yeah. Yeah. mentality. So that's really important because a writer's room will just completely fall apart. Uh, the advice people give is if you're going to, you know, not lean into an idea that someone else suggests, you have to add to it. You can't just shoot down ideas. Yeah, and then I like that, but what if? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But what if, right. That, great. So this is how you do it, guys. And you can do it with any amount of ideas that you have from your personal life or anything. And uh, so uh, that's how we do it. So, Ron, Ron where can we find mm. you? Everywhere, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, everywhere at Roxy Stryer, guys. Uh, Mr. Fantabulous? Everywhere at, uh, actually on Twitter, Jeffrey Seagram, and Instagram at Jeffrey Crane Graham. And Doug, you were saying Playhouse West? Playhousewest.com. Yeah, for the production <laughs> class. Playhouse, for, the for, the, for the screenwriting class. class. And then I'm at that guy, SMW, and I am also at Sean Whalen Peeps on Facebook, at that guy, SMW, Twitter, and Instagram. As always, thank you for letting me and us be part of your journey. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 